0: Good night, moon. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. Good night, light and the red balloon. Good night, bear. Okay, okay,
1: Go- okay, okay. This is not very scary.
0: No, it's not. There's uh, a disturbing lack of monsters in this thing. Okay, question. Say I'm the kind of parent who wants to scare their children before bedtime. The best kind of parent. Do you have any recommendations of books I could read them?
1: Why, of course I do. Here we go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the Crypt. I'm adorable. Hello, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Katie from the Crypt, starring your host, Katie, and my co-host, Daddy. Hey,
0: everybody. I'm Nick. How's it going?
1: Hope you're uh, all doing well.
0: So they can't answer me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why I asked that. All right. We're going to take it back. Now, we've been covering movies... That are for 11, 12 on up, depending on, you know, your kids, 14 on up. We're going to take it down a little bit, aren't we? You're yawning at the moment. I shouldn't have asked you a question right then.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take them back to little kids.
1: The little baby. What,
0: what are we covering today?
1: Good Night Goon and Runaway Mummy. Mm-hmm. And Frankenstein Eats a Sandwich.
0: I love these books. Particularly, Good Night Goon and Frankenstein makes a sandwich. So, these are these are children's books. Good Night Goon and the Runaway Mummy are parodies of Good Night Moon and the Runaway Bunny. Uh, these are both. Uh, these first two are by Michael Rex, and they play the same way. They're picture books with you know a couple couple lines like in between, rhymes. like rhymes. Rhymes and it's got cute illustrations. These are definitely meant for
1: for the like three-year-olds that are learning to read.
0: I think that was probably about how old you are when we bought these. Um, the first one we got was Frankenstein Makes a Sandwich, but then we discovered, and that's by Adam Rex. I don't think there's a relation, but that is weird. Um, and then I found these other two. I got you goodnight goo, and I'm looking for a uh, for the copyright. I can't seem to find it. Um, I, I found these for you and read them to you probably when you were three Something like that. Of course, we had Good Night Moon also. I can't find a, a copyright date for Good Night Goon. But, um, yeah, it's a great
1: little little little
0: horror alternative
1: Yeah, Good Night Moon. It's for the younger horror audience.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say so. <laughs> but as an adult, you can enjoy these as well because the artwork is outstanding. These are a beautiful book to look at. Uh, the artwork is in the style of... Goodnight Moon, um, and I guess the Runaway Bunny. I I don't know Runaway Bunny. I don't know that is. You never read that. I've
1: never heard that.
0: I me neither. I don't know it, um, so I can't really I can't really say anything about that because uh, I don't know that story. But we do have Goodnight Moon, and it mirrors it wonderfully, and and has its own spin on it. So, uh, yeah, I got I got all three of these books at our local half price books, for I think like. Four dollars a piece. These are very affordable um for your kids. So we're gonna start off with Goodnight Goon. Okay, you got some thoughts on this one?
1: Oh uh, yes I do, yes I do. All so, right. first off, I like the way it's drawn.
0: Yeah. It's
1: got it's got shading and 3D art.
0: It's, it's whimsical. It's it's childlike. It's cartoony
1: like I want to say bright colors but it's supposed to be dark but like the dark and the bright <laughs>
0: it, yeah it's like shadows it's a crib the kid's room is like a like a dungeon um, but like there's a there's a, a monster in the shadows and he's bright purple and yellow so there is a mix of like dark creepy colors and, and bright shadows sunshine and colors. yeah and then you know like green lizards and blue monsters and stuff and and uh Martians, Martians.
1: green yeah, Martians. Martians
0: we got it all. In this book. Do you remember me reading this to you? No. You don't? I don't. Oh, I'm actually surprised by that because I read this to you a lot.
1: I only remember whenever I could read it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to the bookshelf and I'd pick out the books that I liked and I would always pick out those ones.
0: You did. You and your brother um, always picked these books out for mm-hmm. for uh, your mother for me to read to you at night. And that's the other thing I like about this is that it's, it's, uh, you can read this whole book cover to cover five minutes. So I'd say
1: it, even less than that, maybe oh, two minutes. Maybe.
0: Well, you know, I like to study. Yeah, I like to, you know, good night moans and good night groans. I like to put a little bit more into it. Good night screechy bat and good night hat. It's a witch's hat, by the way. <laughs> a
1: random top hat.
0: Random top hat. Yeah, it's a pork pie hat. Uh, yeah, so uh, so actually, it, it actually sort of has a plot. I don't have I don't have Good Night Moon in front of me, so I don't know if it mirrors. But it's a little wolf boy, and he's about to go to bed. Right, turns off all the lights, and he's saying good night to all of the, you know, the wonderfully spooky things in his room. He's got a witch's hat, and he's got like a monster that's caged up. So all you see is the arms. He's got a painting of some Martians holding uh, astronauts at at ray gun point. But then from outside of his window is a goon. It's a little goon. It's a little green, bald little goblin-looking goblin. monster. Yeah, it
1: looks say goblin. Yeah, he looks like boy. a gobbler. Gobbler. Looks like a gobbler. <laughs>
0: I don't know what that looks like, but he looks like it. And he comes in and he starts destroying the room. He starts eating the paintings. And he starts uh, he starts fishing, fishing for the sea monster thing that's in the corner. And oh and he's using the skeleton's bone. For the fishing pole so the skeleton doesn't have a leg, he's hop, hopping over. And he's riding the ghost and he's causing all this mischief in the little boy's room. Uh, it's delightful. He looks like he's having fun. He's got his striped pajamas on.
1: But nobody else seems to be having fun with his fun.
0: No, the goon is uh causing some trouble. And but
1: disturbing the peace.
0: He is disturbing the peace. He wrecks that room. Which, you know... Just the other day, I went into your brother's room, and it looked exactly like this. Yeah. So maybe Kobe has a goon under his bed. I had to get him to clean it up. And then the goon crawls under the bed where he belongs, and he goes to sleep, too.
1: Okay, that is what I wrote in here. I was like, why does a monster have a monster under the bed?
0: Well, I mean, everybody's got a monster, I Like, guess. even...
1: Monsters have monsters under their beds?
0: Monsters have to be afraid of something, I guess. Well, he's not actually afraid of them. He sort of belongs there.
1: Cuz it was like this this little wolf kind of monster boy has a monster under his bed when he's a monster himself, and I think that's a little odd.
0: Well, the goon is much more of a monster than the wolf boy. The wolf boy is cute. He's a cute little wolf boy. We're looking at him right now. He's got little fangs. He
1: looks like an old man. though. And he's
0: got like a, he looks like the old uh, Universal with like the the brown nose and the and the the fangs and hairy feet. He's got striped pajama. He says, "Good night, you get under there." And the goon looks all bummed out. He's my all he looks like Charlie Brown.
1: You ruined my fun.
0: And he crawls under the bed. For even even the monster in the bed has to go to sleep sometime. It's a wonderful story, uh, and this is a perfect story to read to your kids. They're little. It's not scary in any way.
1: No. <laughs> uh,
0: it's very fun, but it's got you know, it's got like a little monster. It's got a. It's got. Uh, Frankenstein's a monster it's got a wolf man it's got a vampire it's got all of those kind of
1: something I wrote something down about the Frankenstein he's yeah. got these big old platform boots yes, on yes he does
0: I'm looking at them right now and
1: I love those boots I want me a pair of those
0: <laughs> he's stylish
1: he is stylin and he he's looks, even got like a coyote fur vest he does everything. he's like a fashion model he kind
0: of looks like uh, Sonny Bono in the 60s he looks like a Sonny and Cher album cover He's he got,
1: belongs at Fashion Week. Yeah,
0: he uh Milan. Yeah, he's got he's got thick soles. Yeah, I didn't even think about the vest, but yeah, he definitely looks like Sonny Bono. Um, he's on
1: Fleek. Do
0: you have Fleek? <laughs> what? you are watching too much TikTok. I don't even know what that means. Oh, the goon is wearing one of his shoes. Oh, he's gonna get it. How dare he? Favorite favorite page. Favorite painting in this book. Yeah, one
1: Favorite page. Um, well, I would like to. Well, actually, it's this one. Oh, is that right one right here? That good night, the good night
0: to skull page. Good
1: night skull. It's like it's got, it's got the platform she wanted, which I love. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's got like a witch's cauldron and a witch, and they're trying to help this like skeleton. Right. Him and the witch and Dracula are trying to help the skeleton get back together.
0: Yeah, like all the monsters are having to help each other because the goons wreck and everything. He took the skeleton apart, so all the other monsters are having to. Uh, put them all back together, and they're they're very put out by it, <laughs> which is which is great. Um, yeah, that's a good one. My favorite is near the beginning, and it's the painting of the mummies. So there's a you know there's I also
1: have thoughts on that. there's
0: paintings of uh, the Martians, and there's three mummies, and there were three little mummies rubbing their tummies, and they have just eaten a an archaeologist. To the bone. The flashlight's still on. And they're patting their tummies and they're uh, picking their teeth. I love that something horrific just happened right before we came along <laughs> in the story. Like, this archaeologist stumbled through a hole in the wall. You can see the hole. And these three mummies came alive and ate this guy to the bone. I love it. They're all smiling, all happy. That's one of my favorites. Just because of the implication.
1: What about you have thoughts? This, about the mummy picture. Mm-hmm. Like, it... This book, I I think, came out after um, the Mummy one because on the... I yeah. don't know what this is called.
0: um, the Yeah, the Runaway Mummy, I guess, came out after... It, yeah, it came out after Goodnight Goon.
1: Because it, it, it says, it
0: here on the bag it says, watch out for the Runaway Mummy. And we have a cameo in Runaway Mummy.
1: Oh, yeah. So Goodnight oh, yeah.
0: Goon, I think, came out in like... 2006 or something like that early 2000s and then our next book came after that
1: i just kind of thought like maybe they would put the mummies in the picture
0: yeah i thought that would be kind of cool if the the three mummies were the 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 little boy and the mommy mummy um were in this but no i think this book came out first so he hadn't he hadn't made Uh, the little boy mummy and the mummy 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 (laughs) mummy mummy so recommend huh uh
1: yes i yeah,
0: good. Good night, goon. Uh, a terrifying parody by Michael Rex. You will not go wrong. Okay, moving on then to uh, his. Wait,
1: what do we rate it?
0: Oh, I'm I'm giving it I'm giving it a nine out of ten.
1: Um, I don't know give, what though. I would give Oop. it a uh, a nine out of.
0: 10. She's looking for something to rate it. Um. Drafts. Drafts. Giraffe. Nine out of ten drafts, folks. You heard it here. We will not steer you wrong. So up next is the uh, Runaway Mummy, Mummy, a petrifying Petrifying parody. parody. Now, the opening to this is, this is the uh, Inside Jack. There was once a rotten little mummy who wanted to run away. But no matter how far he goes, his mother mummy keeps coming to get him. Transforming himself into one incredible creature after another, the little mummy leads his mother on a merry chase, laughing all the way, but always trying to assert his independence. Filled with uproarious illustrations of mad monster mayhem, another beloved classic. Another beloved classic is transformed to a light-hearted monster-filled parody, and I think that sums it up very well. Again, I do not know the original, but this is fun. I, it is fun. This is a fun book. Um, same art style, right? Uh, yeah, it's
1: by the same person.
0: It's by the same person. <laughs> same art style. It's that there's one to two lines a page. Um, so the. Do you know what the plot here is?
1: Um, that, well, you just read it.
0: Yeah, I guess I, I kind of did. Actually, there, there's a summary. I was looking. This has the copyright page um, here, pretty easy to find. And at the bottom, I found this th- summary. A little mummy who wants to run away tells his mother how he will escape. But no matter what horrible creature he claims he will become, he claims he will become, or where he plans to go, she promises to be there with him. That is the summary. Way down in the bottom. I've never noticed that before in books, but I think that's a fantastic uh, summary of this book. This came out in 2009. This came out the year you were born. <laughs> How about that, huh?
1: I am older, I hope, because I don't think many many things came out before my birthday.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, your birthday was on I'm the end. the
1: OG thing of, 20, of 2009.
0: Yep, you, uh, you hit 2009 uh, running, so to speak. So yeah, you're actually probably right a few months like older than this the baby
1: book. mummy. Oh.
0: So we're in Egypt. The little boy mummy is being chased by mommy mummy. He does not want to go to bed, and so she's after him. And so he keeps he keeps coming up with stuff. I'm gonna turn into a uh, sea serpent. I'm gonna live at the bottom of the sea. And then she says, like, well, if you're a sea serpent, then I'll become a sea monster and I'll wrap around you and never let go. And then at the end, then the third page will be something cute like, not so tight, mommy. And she's like tickling him. And then the next thing will be like, well, if you're a sea monster, then I'll be a gargoyle. And I'll live up on the topest frozen mountain. And she says, well, if
1: you're the gargoyle, then I'm going to be this giant snow dragon. And I'm going to put fire on you to keep you warm.
0: And then it's like, oh, it's it's warm. (laughs) Yeah. And that's pretty much the whole thing. He becomes one thing. She turns into something else that matches it. And she keeps him safe and keeps him warm or fed. And it's cute.
1: What I don't understand, though. What's that? Is that I put on here, the kid is running away and the mom is still being such a sweet mother. It's like, oh, well, if you run away, I'll be with you the whole time. Y'all would be like, get your butt back here. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we, are,
0: we are not, uh, yeah, we're not as um, understanding <laughs> maybe <laughs> as, as this uh, mummy mommy is. She's very patient. I'm assuming this is a game they play when it's time for bed. Um he goes and runs off, and then she chases him around.
1: Y'all would not tolerate that. Any normal parent would not tolerate it.
0: Well, unlike the <laughs> mummies, we don't have everlasting life, and we need to get to bed because we can go to work in the morning. <laughs> so it's like, all right, it's 9 o'clock, get to bed. If you want me to read you a story, how many times do we hear that in the house? If you want me to read you a story, go lay down. And when you were little, you and your brother would sleep, oftentimes in the same bed in his room, and so I would read both of you a story. And we started with these and then we moved up to like The Raven. We, do you remember that one? Um the Edgar Allan Poe like you never guys more, never Nevermore, nevermore. You guys hit that hard. Like every night you wanted me to read uh The Raven. And so I and I was happy to because I love reading Poe and I especially like reading out loud. They're fun. Uh, those are fun to read. So, yeah. So, we've got all kinds of stuff. I mean, it really covers everything. We've got uh, we've got like a King Kong. Oh,
1: I said on here I wrote King Kong's appearance. King Kong makes an appearance <laughs> in
0: The Runaway Mummy. Let's uh, see. I, I wrote some notes too. Uh, but no, I already covered those. We also... Yeah, th- he turns into a vampire bat. There's one here. It's like a kaiju. He turns into a giant monster and so does she. And he's like crushing a helicopter.
1: About that. It's so... You know, like mummies are like take place in like the old times, like
0: Egypt. Yeah, I mean, there's more mummy, there's mummies in other places. But and like it seems like they're
1: like all these, they're like mystical plants and like giant monster things that would have existed if they did a long time ago. Yet there's power lines and helicopters and cars.
0: <laughs> well, maybe these are mummies. I mean, I don't know. Are there still mummies in the, you know, the pyramids are still there? Yeah. And archaeologists are always uncovering like new like pharaoh's graves and things like that. So maybe it is present day and these are two mummies that are either still there or maybe they haven't been discovered and so they go out and they play at night there's nobody out there uh, out there in Egypt and then they go back to bed and nobody no, nobody's none the wiser. so that's how you have like power lines in modern day Japan. There's like F 16s like bombing, flying over. Uh, that's a lot of fun. I, so it has everything. I mean, it's got whatever kind of monster your little monster's into. And this book has it. And I really like, and again, I haven't, I've never read uh, The Runaway Bunny, but near the end, the boy, the boy gets an edge because he's like, I will turn, if you're going to be a sky, I will turn into a little boy who takes karate and learns to play piano. <laughs> And the mom says, no, not a little boy. That's horrible. And it, and it's a little rabbit. He's a little rabbit boy who smiles, and he's kicking a ball. And then he's like, yes. He's like, I'll go to violin recitals, and, and dad will be my coach. And the mom's like, oh, it's, it's awful. It's horrible. And almost brings her to her knees. But I put
1: down on here, I put, why is the little boy a rabbit? And so now that... Or like a bunny. So now it makes sense because it was a runaway bunny. Yeah, I
0: think I think he's referencing the original That's I material. Was like,
1: but these are obviously humans. So there's obviously humans in yeah. this world. Yeah. They're not bunny mummies. No, they're human so mummies. I was like, so there's obviously humans. And then I was like, so that doesn't make much sense. But now I kind of get
0: it. Yeah, it's a nice nod to, the, to what he's uh, inspiring this book off of. Uh, which is cool because I don't know what it is. So it's cool to see. And then, uh, yeah, and then she's like, well, if they're there, then I'm going to shriek and scream. I'm going to chase them all the and way. It's her,
1: like, breaking into their house. She's like, ah.
0: My favorite picture out of this
1: book. <laughs>
0: it's a two-page, and it's the bunny people, and they're in a nice little home with a fireplace and paintings. And she's, like, Kool-Aid man breaking through the wall. And, and the dad and the mom are screaming bloody murder. They're terrified. And the
1: kid's just like, ooh. The
0: boy's happy. And in the window. In the
1: window there's Goon.
0: Goon makes an appearance. I love it. I love this picture. That's my favorite one. Do you have a favorite one? No, this one too. Yeah, this is here at the end. Yeah, I like that because it actually is horrifying. Uh they're terrified. She looks freaky. The little the little boy couldn't be happier. So yeah, this is a winner. I I don't know the source material, so I don't care for this one as much. But if Goodnight Goon is a nine, this is a solid seven. Let's say. An eight. an eight, an eight. Okay, a little bit down, but you know, still giving it favorable reviews. If if you see it on the shelf, buy it. Yeah. I wouldn't go hunting for it, but if if you find it, buy it. But if it.
1: you just see it randomly, oh, well, there's that. I'm just go ahead and get it. But don't be like, I want this book. Searches it up on the internet.
0: Yeah, it's more like, um, yeah, goodnight, get get Good Night Goon if you can only get one, but get both if you've got ten bucks on you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bring us to our last one. This is. Not to overhype it, but it's a masterpiece.
1: It's pretty good. Okay.
0: Here's the full title Frankenstein Makes a Sandwich, and also other stories. You're sure to like because they're all about monsters, and some of them are also about food. You like food, don't you? Well, all right then. That title is a mouthful. Oh,
1: it's it's oh. Oh, 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 oh. So we just call it Frankenstein makes a sandwich.
0: Frankenstein makes a sandwich. Everybody'll know what you're talking about. But yeah, it actually has a ridiculously long title. Um this was the first scare I'm using air quotes. scary monster themed book that I can think of that we that we got Colby. I don't even know. Were you born yet? I'm not even sure it's that old. Um and this thing is worn, like the binding's about to come loose. And this is the the dust jacket. Didn't this have a dust jacket? Maybe not. I don't. Um, that's missing. Uh, but this book is fantastic. This is by Adam Rex. It's it's full of food. It's full of poems. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of food related. Frankenstein Make sandwich is is a poem in it. But there's also uh, like little cartoon strips about two zombies playing in a mm. zoo. Um, there's there's like newspaper articles from the 1800s like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Henderson uh, Jekyll um, and there's there's like there's songs there's poems there's like little there's letters there's the
1: Phantom of the Opera
0: yeah there's the Phantom the reoccurring Phantom of the Opera bit that keeps running through the whole book it's all different kinds of stuff everything's different this one will take you a little longer to get through um, it's a little bit over 40 eh, it's about 40 pages yeah it's, for, it's exactly 40 pages and uh, there's so much to look at, too.
1: It's got a weird drawing style.
0: It's beautiful. It's
1: so weird. But, I mean, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, Actually, on the uh, copyright, it says, illustrations in this book were created with oils and, oh gosh, lots of stuff. What? Sure, he used some of that. Yep, that too. So, he used oil. Uh, some of it looks like watercolor. I don't know. It's, it
1: looks quite realistic. It
0: does. It, yeah, it's not, it's. It's fun, but it's not the cartoony kind. It, um, Yeah, it is sort of realistic. Like, the Phantom of the Opera looks... It's like in sort of black and white, like, graves. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the the Phantom of the Opera movie. Um, it's styled after that. And, of course, we've got uh, we've got witches. We've got the Bride of Frankenstein. We've
1: got the Invisible Man. we got Loch Ness yeah. Monster, <laughs>
0: my favorite uh, Universal movie monster. Lots of Frankenstein in it as well. Frankenstein, a Frankenstein's monster. So, yeah, it's got everything in this. And this is something I actually would recommend. Like, if you can't find it at your local bookstore, go to Amazon. Like, go buy this right now. Um, hunchback of Notre Dame. Which is, uh, the poem in here is, why is the hunchback lumped in with the rest of us? He's totally normal. He just has a hump. And it's like, it's not you know, he doesn't like, he doesn't like drink blood or anything. He's totally, why, so why is he even here? Um, and then there's like, uh, the son of Dracula has to go to the dentist. And he's afraid of going to the dentist. It's horrible, and the reason it's horrible is because it's so bright. And the dentist smiles and says hi. It's hor. It's horrible because of how pleasant the experience is. They give him candy at the end. He's like, ugh, yeah. You know, they gave me a lollipop. He's but like, it's, it's gross. Cherry, ew. Yeah, it's cherry. It's the worst flavor. Um, it's just cute. It's just adorable. Uh, you got thoughts. You took. Did you take notes on this one? Uh huh. Okay.
1: First one, that sandwich looking good. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, Frankenstein makes a mean sandwich, and that—that's actually the first poem, isn't it? Okay. But
1: there's a giant sandwich that he's made with chicken and tomatoes, and it's like seven layers. There's like a
0: whole onion. There's some Swiss cheese. There's a
1: whole chicken leg. There's a chicken chicken leg with like the fur. Like like an actual chicken leg. There's
0: a drumstick, but there's also a chicken's leg, (laughs) like feathers and all. (laughs) Uh, I would say every page is a visual feast. Mm -hmm. That's my second food-related pun. We'll see if we can get any more in by the end of this. Um, I noticed something actually new. We've had this book probably since it came out. I can't find a date on it, and I'm actually looking at the the page. Um, We've had this book for 2006. So we've had this book for probably 12 years and i'm just now noticing a new picture what? in this book the copyright page oh. so i'm opening up the copyright page cuz i want to see when it was when it was made and you notice all of the words and letters are all like in weird shapes yeah. they're like scattered and there's all this white space in the middle and i'm like why does it look this it's all totally readable but it looks bizarre and down here at the bottom corner i noticed the invisible man makes a snow angel 1897 that is the picture Of a snow angel, the invisible man fell on the copyright page and scattered the words to look like a snow, but he's invisible, so it's just white space. See how it looks like a snow angel? I never even noticed
1: that there was that right there. Never
0: noticed it, never noticed it. Had this book for over a decade. It has so much to look at, it has so much to interpret. Um, Even that is so, even the copyright page is so creative. I don't know if this fella has done anything else, Adam Rex. Um, I should, if I love it. to you. If I love this book this much, I don't know why I haven't looked in the world. I like
1: how the table of contents is like a menu, like a restaurant menu.
0: I do, exactly. Yeah, I do too. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's got like, Zombie Zombie is one of the one of the poems. And behind, under that it says Mahi Mahi and it says Market Rates. Phantom of the Opera, then it's like, you know, the description of the food will say, can't get It's a Small World out of his head with buffalo mozzarella. Uh-oh. You know, things like that. Yeah, do you have a favorite poem out of this?
1: This one is my favorite. Which one? The Middle Witch Witch Watchers Club.
0: The Middle Witch Witch Watchers Club. And it looks almost like, um,. Almost kind of like postcards. Yeah, and like that little... they
1: like took pictures and like stuck them there and like drew on them, like uh, a scrapbook.
0: Like a scrapbook, yeah. It looks like a scrapbook of, of pictures. The, the, it's a group that watches witches. Yeah, and so they they take pictures of the different uh, the different witches, and the artwork's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, Ruby throated Cackler, I love that picture. <laughs> I think she looks great.
1: My favorite one of the very, very Witch Watchers picture is. The frazzled warthag.
0: The frazzled warthag. Or ward, warthag.
1: warthag or yeah, or is. Yeah,
0: she is baking a pie and a... Oh, baking kid. Baking kid and kidney pies. Oh. <laughs> Delightful. Oh. Colby would like that pug. <laughs> I, never, I never really thought about the pug. One of my favorites is the... Um, creature from the Black Lagoon gets a leg cramp.
1: Oh, yeah. The
0: creature from the Black Lagoon doesn't wait an hour before swimming. And it's a poem about him jumping into the water after dinner and he gets a leg like, cramp.
1: <laughs> and he sinks. And he
0: sinks. He sinks to the moon. He's got like fishing trunks on. He's got like red red swimming shorts on. Uh, that's really cute. Yeah, there's the Dracula, which we mentioned before. There's even like those uh, the golden book. Uh, like the, the puppies lost their mittens, the books, mm-hmm. if anybody out there remembers that. There's a couple of tie-in poems that's about a Yeti and a Bigfoot. And, oh, yeah, and, and, they're, and they're in they're that like... same style, that, that font. Yeah, what, what are those about?
1: It's like the Yeti is like, everyone keeps mistaking me for Bigfoot, and I don't even look is. like him. Like, his feet are smelly and everything, and I don't even look like him. And then on the Bigfoot, it's like, everyone thinks that I'm Yeti. Yeah. And like, he's like, t- they're like talking smack about each other. Yeah,
0: they're like, I'm nothing like, yeah, this one, Yeti Yeti doesn't appreciate being called Bigfoot. And it's like, Bigfoot smells, I don't smell. And then uh, Bigfoot can't believe you called him a Yeti just now, and they're both they're both so offended. Uh, the very last poem is one of my favorites. It's called "Godzilla Pooped on My Honda." Oh yeah, and it's about um, a woman trying to get to work in Tokyo one morning, and she comes out to her car, and there's a big pile of Godzilla poo on her car, and the the picture associated with that looks like it's like a toy like stop animation mm-hmm. of uh, like a robot, and there's um, Gohedra and Mothra and Godzilla. Um, and, and it's a completely... I don't know if he actually like took a picture or sort of photoshopped, but it doesn't look like a painting at all. No. Like, there's so many uh, different mediums. It kind of looks
1: like clay a little bit. Yeah,
0: it kind of looks like clay. Or like, like he,
1: the Godzilla looks like an action figure that he bought at Walmart.
0: Yeah, and this like Jeep off to the side almost looks like a G.I. Joe Jeep. Like He took like models and stuff. Um, there's just something different on every page to look at. It's a great, even if you even if you, you don't have kids and you're listening to this, just buy this book. It can't be very much.
1: Oh, so there's like, oh, well, there's the mummy. And there's
0: another mummy. The mummy yeah, looks like know. he
1: has a baby bottle on his head.
0: The mummy won't go to his eternal rest without a story and some cookies. That is fun.
1: I like how he like opens the cookie jar and it's his ashes. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well.
0: Yeah, that one's, that one's great. You cannot go wrong with these. Read them to your kids. They will love them. Just be prepared to have to read it to them every night <laughs> because they're going to want them. And you're actually not going to mind reading them because they're so good. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are you going to rate this as, Kate?
1: 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do you that very often. can't go with this book.
0: No, you can't. 10 out of 10 is, is dead on for me, too. So we're going to wrap up this episode with that. Right? yep get these books read them to your kids you or will just not read them to yourself read them to yourself you will not be disappointed you can thank us next week when we come at you with something else mm. but until then
1: stay scary stay
0: scary folks